interview. Yeah, yeah. And when sure. you're like on camera so much, when it's just audio, sometimes it's you can just pick your like nose. So much, and yeah, no one will know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, real quick. By the way, we are adult advice, and we are here with the beautiful Lexi Hayden. Yes, that is Hi. my name. And I'm Julie, and Marissa's over there. Was it there. just taping oh. that whole time? Yeah, but it, it sounds good. It's personal. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So <laughs> We're just picking our nose yeah, back here. Good. I don't <laughs> actually pick my nose. <laughs> right. We when were saying, people are looking. theoretically, <laughs> someone could. And you'd never know. Um, I met a girl yesterday, and she literally, like, her first sentence was, um, sorry, I can't stop picking my nose today. And I was like, oh. Okay. Ew, that's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. I walked away, and I looked at my friend, and I was like, I'm grossed out. Like, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, hey, girl, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, so Lexi is a country artist here in Nashville um, who is picking up a lot of clout around town, I hear. I've never met her, but Marissa has said <laughs> wonderful things. I love this intro. She's like, Mar- and I've never met the girl until five minutes ago, but Marissa has I actually met your boyfriend. For I, I know, I know. He was excited to meet you. He's a producer, and he's like, I love musicians, which somebody <laughs> keeps walking by. Um, hey, they want to be on our podcast. Yes. What the is there, are they turning in? I don't, whatever. Anyway, okay, tell us uh, about yourself. Uh, well, I'm originally from Virginia, which I learned that your boyfriend <laughs> yeah. has ties to Virginia. Yes. Uh, I went to James Madison University, and I graduated in 2015, and I moved here maybe three months after I graduated, and I've been here for four and a half years now. Um, it goes quick, doesn't it? It goes quick, but I have done... So much since I've been here. <laughs> and looking back now, I've grown so much as a writer and an artist um, that it's crazy. Um, and seeing and meeting people who have just moved here now and like seeing mm-hmm. where they are, like it's so nostalgic remembering like how yeah. I was when I moved here and just kind of like writing with everyone mm-hmm. and anyone and doing all the networking. And I mean, it is like a 24 7 job. Being an artist, I know this because I had, I worked with you for a little bit on one of your releases, and but I think it's such a fun story. I was gonna ask how you got into music, and then if you want to dive into like the YouTube stuff because oh yeah, that's hey my fun. YouTube channel is popping these days. Yes. Is it? I is it? Marissa told me like YouTube is the thing now, and I was like, oh, I, had I love no YouTube. idea. Like I at all YouTube. my shows now, I'm like, go to my YouTube channel. <laughs> Because I want monetization. Okay. <laughs> that's my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> well, I apply for monetization, but um, I don't have enough like active hours of listening right now. I'm like right below it. Ugh, okay. So like my YouTube channel. So we'll stream your videos after this and we'll get yes, you over. I need like active viewing. So like even though I have like three million like total views on my YouTube, like she says I, casually. I don't I don't have <laughs> enough like active viewing hours like right now right because i just started getting into youtubing again, again. Gotcha. right um so but um yeah i started a youtube channel when i was 14 <laughs> and it just kind of became like my thing and you were doing covers right i was doing covers like i mean there's like justin bieber there's miley cyrus there's demi lovato a little bit of like everything we looked up your your like top three ones there's a Justin Bieber cover that has like 400,000 views <laughs> mm. for like just me sitting song? in a room. That should be me. I love Biebs. Yeah, and I that, love. there was one <laughs> that you were in, in your parents' bathroom oh, or yeah. something. And mm. you were like, the half of the comments were just about the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> my parents' bathroom is like the biggest bathroom you've ever seen in your life. I don't really know why. And I, and the acoustics, used to, well, yeah. they are still, they're amazing because it's so big. So I used to just sit in their bathroom <laughs> and sing because it would just sound like you're singing in this huge room right. but people thought I was showing off my parents bathroom <laughs> so half the comments are like 
We get it. We're here for the bathroom. Oh my God. Hey. <laughs> He's here for the bathroom in 2019. Oh my God, that's so funny. I have to look at that. That's hilarious. <laughs> you, you just can't predict the internet. <laughs> yeah. So that one kind of maybe took off for different reasons. But <laughs> we, we've been like really, and we started a vlog on my YouTube. Yes, I know. I saw. I it's love that. It's been super fun. I stand uh, vlogs. Vlogging. Not that I know how to do it, but um, Emma Golden, my videographer, knows how to edit videos really well. I'd say so. And she's amazing. So she just like, We'll just like go around with the camera and do vlogging, and it's been fun trying to give people more of an insight on yeah. my life and who I am and what I do in Nashville. And then we do acoustic videos and we do the lyric video, um, little teasers. So just trying to keep my YouTube channel going. Yeah, you've been busy. Yeah, <laughs> you've had a couple things. That's probably why I'm getting sick because I, I just like don't sleep. <laughs> feel you. That'll do we it. Feel you. We feel you. Yep. So YouTubing, yeah. Getting back into it, for sure. Yeah, Marissa says that's the thing to do. Ugh, I love YouTube. I do love YouTube. I mean, I'll, st- I'll go into holes on there, but cover videos especially. I yeah. love a good cover video. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to to really, like, hone in on everything, mm-hmm. especially when, like, I mean, I have a very small team right now, so it's, like, it really is just me doing a lot of the stuff, and it's, yeah. like, me posting, and I'm going to post something on Instagram. I got to make sure I post it to Twitter. I got to make sure I correct it on Facebook. Then I got to go to YouTube and do this, and then there's, like, there's just so much <laughs> that has to be done. Yes. Um, it's hard to be good at everything. That ties in to one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, as an independent artist, how much does social media play into your job? It's it's everything. It really is, right? Because it's that's everything. how people learn about your music, right? Mm-hmm. It's the way we market now. But you're, but you're also, there's this expectation that you market yourself too. Like what you do during the day. Your cats. You have two cats. Mm-hmm. Like your friends. Behind the scenes for the music. I try to keep my Instagram and Twitter and everything like going all day long every day which is not exhausting easy it is exhausting and it's like always making sure there's stuff posted on my story and I'm posting to Twitter if I'm posting to Instagram posting at the right time you know and just making people (laughs) feel like they know me like I want people to feel like they know me personally and like that um they feel connected to me as well as my music Mm -hmm. I think that's so important um, do you have any tricks with your social media on either how you manage to do all of it or uh, just things that you've seen that have worked for you? Um, posting at peak times, which is something that you and Caitlin helped me with. And <laughs> I know Marissa's teaching me, and I'm like, I don't get it. I but. set reminders <laughs> for myself. Right. So because I'm yeah. always working, um, I'll be like, okay, I need to post today because I haven't posted in two days, and I want to post every two or three days. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I need to post at 5 p.m. because it's my peak time today. And I'll mm-hmm. set a reminder on my phone just says Instagram. Mm-hmm. So when it goes <laughs> off, then I got you know, last night I was babysitting, and I got the reminder, and I posted on my Instagram, and I tag all these things to Instagram, connected to Facebook. And then you've got to go on Facebook and make sure everything's tagged right on Facebook mm-hmm. and go to Twitter. And all while the kids are like, Lexi, I want this. <laughs> I want this, I, I want this, attention. and I'm like, don't talk to me for do five you, minutes. Do you, like, take your pictures before knowing what you're going to post, or are you like, oh, shit, I didn't post that. Oh, yeah, I already know what I'm gotcha. going to post because that's why I have content. Mm-hmm. Just try and stockpile it up. Just have so much content mm-hmm. ready to go between, like, Emma taking photos, Emma taking videos, my friend Acacia, we did a big content shoot, we're going to do another one, um, or just clips of things, just making sure that there's just always something to post. Yeah. Um ready to go because you don't want to be like not posting for five days lose <laughs> followers it really it's a full-time job it is 
Yeah. And then you're like, oh, now I got to write a hit song. <laughs> yeah. Wrote, I literally wrote a song this morning. Oh. <laughs> you did. Yes. Um, have you, did you grow up like listening to country music? Like, has that always been your thing? Yeah. Oh, nice. for sure. Yeah. I'm like country to like. Who I die. are your like influencers? Um, I so I grew up I'm on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Which TikTok influencer inspired uh, you? I do not TikTok. I should Me be neither. on TikTok, but don't I don't. Do it, That's another beast. I just downloaded <laughs> yeah. the app, but I haven't even like. Opened you got that it. far. It's a process. I downloaded it and deleted it the same day. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, but but then but then you know. Emma's like, you should really get on TikTok. Like, this person has so many fans from yeah. TikTok. Well, you should start posting. And yeah. I'm like, when am I going to have the time to right. start I, another Another platform. Um, so this is super random. And sorry to cut you off. But when I was working at Warner, <laughs> one of my jobs, <laughs> when it was Musical.ly, this God. was, and now it's rebranded and it's called TikTok, but it was called Musical.ly. And oh, oh yes, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, a, it's the same app. And I was the Warner account. And I would have to do oh. musically. Wait, you? TikToks. Like your face? Yes. <gasps> Under Warner's. It's still live. These. I forget the name of it, so I need to find it. But like, it's me and all of them singing along oh, to Warner oh, artists. Because need they this. wanted to have Warner on there. And we had like a rep at Musically that they were trying to encourage like companies to have them too. Mm-hmm. And to kind of, you know, post about releases That's and stuff crazy. like that. Obviously, like if I had access to the artist, I would try and film that. But they were like, Marissa, just just start creating some of you singing along. People were like, like, who is okay. this girl? And so that I would have to hilarious. go in the office and close the door and do a couple. Did you get a lot of views? Yeah, oh like gosh. crazy fans. Oh. oh my gosh, that's so funny. And then you became famous. Is that not a thing anymore, ones. Musical.ly? It's just not, they don't go by Musical.ly anymore. They rebranded. I don't know why, because I think TikTok's a weird name. Yeah, that's that's a I just want TikTok. TikTok, can, you can just go. Like, we don't need any <laughs> so more weird, out there. scary videos on there scary videos anyway who are your yes. biggest influences <laughs> not influencers not influencers influences i grew up female country yeah yes. like i and that you know your boyfriend was just saying you grew up in outside of dc i don't know my mom grew up on a farm um in like on the border of west virginia and mm-hmm. pennsylvania so i loved the country um i mean i loved visiting my grandparents going up to the farm my granddad was like big in hank williams merle haggard yes. so like i had a lot of influence from up there and going up there <clears throat> and then i just loved country music like in high school all my friends listened to like rap and pop mm-hmm. and like <laughs> you would get into my car and it would only be the country stations mm-hmm. <laughs> like my friends would get so sick of like being I in know. my car people have such a stick i mean I think it's all fake. It's like the hating Nickelback because everybody hates Nickelback. I like Nickelback. Me too. I think they're great. But it's like that, oh, I hate country music. Like, well, no, you don't. You just... Well, it was more of like where I grew up. Um, everyone liked country music, but it was such a summertime thing. Right. Yeah, same. Where go I to the big concerts, concerts in the summer, tailgating. It was a summertime so thing. True. But then there was me who I would listen to country year-round. I had every female karaoke CD that they ever had. Do Trisha Yearwood, Martina McBride, Sarah Evans. I just loved country music. And I knew from a a very young age, I was like, I want to be in Nashville. And my dad used to come here on business trips, and he would never bring me. And I would be so sad. (laughs) Still bitter, Dad. Uh, And then they finally brought me here when I was like 19 uh, for my first trip here. And I just fell in love with it. And then from then, I was like, I'll do anything to be here. Mm. Yeah. How old were you when you moved here? 22. Okay, so not long after. You're like, you mm-hmm. made it happen. That's awesome. I uh, Well, I went to college in Virginia first, mm-hmm. and then I moved here right after. Um, and I lived here for a summer before mm-hmm. I graduated Intern. and interned at the Bobby Bone Show. Cool. So I was here for about three months before I actually moved here permanently. So that gave me kind of a feel for Nashville, mm-hmm. and I felt like not as scared to move here. 
I kind of knew what spots I like, you know, where the grocery yeah. stores are. Like, it's less scary to move here permanently. Mm-hmm. And did you sing, get to sing on the Bobby Bone show? Yeah. Right? Because wow. didn't he put you on the spot and yeah. you had to... Yeah. Oh, I would have peed my pants. At, like, <laughs> 7 a.m. You're like, I haven't, mm, I haven't warmed You're up like, yet. I haven't drank any water. No, I hadn't even <laughs> met him yet. Literally hadn't had a conversation with him yet. This is, like, my third day of my internship. I forgot you hadn't met him. I hadn't even met him. And they were like, hey, Bobby wants to see you in the production room that's amazing and i'm just like a 20 year old intern i was like uh okay and i like walk in there like live on air and they just like sit me down and put headphones on me and bobby's like live on nationally syndicated radio they're like hey we heard you could sing oh my i would have cried i would have been like i'm a mute i'm I'm like i don't know who told you that but they lied all of a sudden it's just a cloud of dust in my seat they're like what happened to her what did you yeah yeah what did you sing what'd you sing it was this it was a song called famous by kelly bannon (laughs) she's like ave maria (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine oh my god that would be funny i would have loved that it was so (laughs) random because it was just that song was just on the radio right. at the time it was popular at the time and I had been singing it around the studio I guess around the interns so they one knew I could sing and two they knew I knew the words to that song <laughs> so they had told Bobby she likes this song famous by Kelly Bannon because she's wow she, they or, really they really did you do it. well no they, I guess they did a good thing for you they, but. they did so then, a little bit of both, so then yeah. he has the karaoke track going he starts playing the karaoke track live <gasps> on air and he's like alright let's see <gasps> what you got it wasn't just acapella like just sing at no. your own pace like you had to sing to it yeah I had to sing to the track oh my god and it's there's a video on YouTube that's like intern Lexi sings famous on their <laughs> intern Lexi that's who I was intern Lexi <laughs> and there's a video and I'm very shaky in the beginning but then I really get going and I'm gonna make you famous tell them about <gasps> <treat>. you <laughs> And then, like, at the very end, they're like, damn, yes. she gets going. <laughs> Did you take, you know, like, like I lessons out. growing up? Or, no. Nice, I love that. Yeah. And my dad actually heard it on his way to work. Like, he literally heard me singing. <gasps> and, like, Amazing. almost, like, crashed the car. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> like, all my friends from home, like, on their way to work, like, heard it on the mm-hmm. radio. That's I mean, it so was funny. it was surreal. Yeah. And then I was like, I made it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm moving to Nashville. <laughs> Never going back. Like, Dropping out That's of school. So cool. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yes. I would have been like, I'm No so one famous. thought I was coming back to school. Like, <laughs> everyone was like, no way. Like, Because then I, I was on the air a couple more times. Yeah. Like, played shows with Bobby Amazing. and his partner and, like, met all these, like, famous people. And everyone was like, no way Lexi's coming back to graduate. <laughs> did you? I did. You did. Like, yeah, you My parents were what like, was your degree in? Communications yeah, studies. Yeah, we all are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything I learned. <laughs> Same. Okay, I want to talk about, obviously, like, that was such a fun story and so unique to you. Like, I'm sure that doesn't ha- happen all the time where they just let interns sing on live. No, I'm on like, air. Bobby, where are you at? Have you heard <laughs> We Lit Cigarette? <laughs> yes. Do you like it? <laughs> so, what are like the, what, what are the misconceptions of like being an independent artist? Or what are things that people might not know about you being an independent artist? A lot of people have no idea what that means and like what your days look like. And oh my gosh. Yeah, you asking, so I read that question earlier and I read it to Derek. I was writing with my producer, Derek George, and he had the funniest answer and I say? cannot remember no. what he said I mean I was dying we gotta call him oh gosh I can't remember what he said but we were laughing so hard um maybe it was something about money I don't know it was something funny though um but I guess I mean it it is probably not what it looks like I mean 
God, I work so many jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and you just don't see about it on my socials. Yeah. I mean, I spent, like, last week I babysat for 28 hours straight, like, overnight. Like, from oh, 2 p.m. one day to 6 p.m. the next day. Jeez. Spent the night, took the kids to school, picked them up from school. Like, mm-hmm. the works. And in that time, you know, oh, I did fall down the stairs. <laughs> 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 I do have. Okay. Is that bruise. why you're in a full oh body cast? Gosh. No, I uh, <laughs> yeah. I fell down the stairs <laughs> carrying an entire basket of laundry. Oh, no, girl. Were they wood stairs? Yep. No. I had fuzzy socks on. Oh. The kids were like, did you just fall down the stairs? This is like, like every scene I'm where fine. someone falls. As I limp Slippery away. socks, <laughs> wood stairs, <laughs> laundry basket, like clothes flying in the okay. air. It was really, really bad. Oh, you but both. I babysit, I dog sit, mm-hmm. I work on a tour bus, I gig. I mean, I had a gig last week. I had a three-hour gig Saturday night. I got a gig tonight. I'm writing in my spare time. I did vocals on a demo yesterday. Social media, which is full-time. Social media. Yeah. I mean, it's like... I don't even know what a misconception it's would be. Exhausting. But it's exhausting. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this on our episode with Ayla and like how you see social media and see like exactly what you just said. Like if someone looked at your Instagram, they'd be like, this girl's killing it. And I was on a podcast last week and we talked about it too, where it's like, I feel like there's this stigma about like in the music industry or maybe any industry where there's like a shame around working like a part-time job or something to bring in money. You know what I mean? And they're like, people want to like show themselves off as like, I'm a full-time musician and I'm successful or I'm in the music industry. I'm working at this big company Mm -hmm. where it's just like, you have to do what you've got to do. And there's no shame in bartending or waitressing or babysitting or anything like amongst it. And I mean, I love that you're hustling and you, I don't love that you're not getting sleep, but we're all there. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes you successful because you have to stay humble, you yeah. know? And I, I mean, that work ethic goes hand in hand with like me as an artist. Yeah. Yes. So it's like my work ethic as a babysitter. I mean, I've been nanning for years and I, and I babysat for one family last night, different family last <laughs> week. And like they, I mean, I like, I'm their favorite babysitter because I work so hard mm-hmm. and I take care of so much and I'm a role model to their kids and like I I mean both of them are like family to me right. and I got really really lucky with those families yeah. and the one family I watch every week now is Phil Vassar's manager's nice. kids so through that you know I got to film on Phil Vassar's TV show yeah. last week play Reel It Cigarette I'm over at Phil's house all the time uh, she had me meet with his publicist got me a, a great deal with his publicist is like we want to take you to label so it's like because she sees how hard I work mm-hmm. yes. and she's like you take care of my kids you take care of me you work hard you're talented we're gonna help you you know See, <sighs> so it all comes full circle. work hard no In matter everything. what your job is because you never everything. know who you're gonna meet yeah, yeah. you never know you and never they, know who you'll it circles back around it all comes back around oh yeah And all we have is our reputation. Even if someone didn't even know your quality of singing, if they were like, you could suck, they've never heard you. Mm -hmm. But they're like, she's a good person. She works hard. Mm -hmm. She's kind. Like, that can Mm -hmm. also get you in the door to something else. It's for sure. It's so much personality. And we actually, this conversation, it's a lot of like when you write and you work with someone and you go on or you go on tour with someone, it's so much of the hang and the relationship. (laughs) It's like, like, when you write with people and you write with new writers, like, yes, you want to write a good song, but also you want to be a kind, respectful, yes. like, 
awesome person to be in the room with because that's going to want to make that person work with you again. Mm -hmm. And songwriting can be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, not only are you, some people, you might be meeting for the first time or first couple times, and then you're tasked to write something very personal. Maybe you're pulling in from personal experiences. So that's so true to be able to go in a good attitude and Mm -hmm. to be a kind person. Yeah. It it all comes full circle. Um, And so I got, I'm really lucky with my jobs. Like I, I, like leaving my jobs eventually one day mm-hmm. is like I already I mean I left my nannying job last year and I was with the kids I was watching them last oh. night like yeah. I never I can't actually like leave them so I mean I actually enjoy my jobs um I really do I got lucky that's huge we talk about that yeah. all the time yeah. you, you get one life like no point of being in, in a job that you hate or for sure if something's taxing on you not yeah. worth it and for anyone who, I mean, it, it is very much like a girl job, nannying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I really, I mean, nannying has been my job for like three years. And like as a musician and having that flexibility yeah. and I love kids, that's been the best job for me yeah. as an artist is working with kids. For sure. That's amazing. Yeah. So what about, we talked a little bit about kind of what your days and weeks might look like and they shift Very different. Every, day, every day, every hour. <laughs> we asked you yesterday if you happen to be available tonight to do this podcast. So your days and week change on the regular. But what about, um, can you tell people maybe some of the songs that are already out, maybe either what they're about or, or kind of like what the process is just to give insight on like the current music that you have? Because you mentioned Relit Cigarette. Yeah, so the first single that came out was Wish You Would Have Cheated, which Marissa worked I on. I love that song. What's that about? And the artwork. Oh. It's, okay, you have funny to Funny story. It. It's, so, it's such a cool story. Sorry. Okay, I'm a, a fangirling. Well, it's Please funny go. because <laughs> each of these singles has had their own life. And the first single came out September 6th, and uh, it was called Wish You Would Have Cheated. And it was about my ex, mm-hmm. who I was in a relationship with for two and a half years, and I went to break up with him, and he there was no reason to. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. I really... Great, great guy. <laughs> yeah. um, like great relationship. Interesting writing concept. So many people don't write that yeah. way. And, uh, and, I mean, I just... It was just the whole song is, you know, I wish you would have done anything, you know, right. to make it easier to leave. That's and beautiful. and it's very, it's a very groovy song, though. It's, yeah. I mean, it's sad, but it, the track is very fun. Mm-hmm. So it kind of masks how sad it actually yeah. is. Um, and then the second single was the one that I really like. That was like, that's still to this day, like my favorite mm-hmm. song I've ever written, uh, Relit Cigarette. When I heard you play it at the show, uh, where was it? I forget where you were when Caitlin brought me to your first show. Oh, the analog. Analog, yes. Okay. When, when you played Relit there, I was just like, what's that song? What's what's the name of that song? It, like, yeah, it that just was stands the one on its own. That it's just, so good. I mean, that one was like, and that's the one that Phil Vassar heard and was like, <laughs> Uh, this this is like the best song I've heard in a really long time, and just like wouldn't stop calling his manager like oh, about really cigarette. That's when you know. Uh, and I always knew talking. that song was so so special, and so that's we did a music video for it. Okay. So we filmed a whole music video for it. It came out CMT, put it on their site, wow. did a whole feature on me, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, you had a strong relationship that you built over time with one of the people high up at mm-hmm. CMT, Leslie, right? 
No, I don't know her. Oh. Oh, was that through? Scratch <laughs> <laughs> that. Sorry, Leslie. I got you. I got it. Wrong, Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you, or maybe it was, was it Derek or someone else that had a strong relationship with her? No. Made that up? Okay. Cool. <laughs> Wait. So Julian maybe was on some board with her, like my maybe. engineer. Like he, he like reached out to her and said, hey, you know, we've met in passing. Here's this artist I'm working with, Lexi Hayden. She sent it over to someone else at CMT who's one of the executive people over there. They pitched it in their meeting, loved it. They wrote an article about it, um, featured the video and me, and it was really, really cool. I mean, it was, like, on the homepage of CMT, right? Um, which was awesome. And then the song was on a couple playlists. It was on New Music Nashville, and then it was on Fresh Finds Country. So that was awesome. Yeah. And it's probably at almost, like, 75,000 streams now. <laughs> wow. So what we just... As an independent artist, sorry, mm-hmm. I just want to stress that because yeah. this is it hard work, happen. and with... When you don't have labels and large management companies pouring money in and mm-hmm. teams working directly with these companies, that's like a testament to the hard work you and your team do mm-hmm. and the talent you have. Yeah. And and it's still it's going up because it's still on a playlist. Really? Like still. After <laughs> you guys are like, nobody tell them. Nobody it's tell been them. Like, it's been like three months it's been on a playlist. So tell us about that song. What was your inspiration for? That one I wrote with my producer, Derek George, and um, Monty Criswell, who has had like so many number ones. Mm-hmm. This is my first write with Monty, and I was like so That's nervous. Awesome. Yeah. And I knew it had number ones with Eric Church and Scotty McCreary, and he had that title, Relit Cigarette. Okay. And I was immediately drawn yeah. to it. I was like, that's a really cool title. Um, and we just, I don't even remember. I mean, we wrote it in a few hours, mm-hmm. and the whole hook is, you know, it's about going back to an ex mm-hmm. and how it's never going to be the same. Wow. A so relit cigarette. doesn't taste the same. Yeah. So the whole video is the metaphor of, like, the cigarette, and it'll show you the cigarette, and it's me, you know, with my ex, and not my real ex, yeah. you know, my <laughs> acting ex. <laughs> and um, it, we joke all the time, the guy in the video. Um, he's one of my good friends. <laughs> and, like, he'll be like, I, I can't believe you're texting me right now. Like, we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I love it. That that video is really it, well done. It. Um, yeah, it turned out beautiful. I know. I and Phil Vassar's like, manager was like, "Who did this video? It was amazing. It was just me and my friend Zach Dyer, who directs videos and he also writes songs. It was just the two of us that did a whole video together. Jeez. It was just the there was no people helping us, nothing. And then this fake boyfriend. And then Jordan Dozzy. <laughs> <laughs> love that guy. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, and then. Somewhere Drinking came out <clears throat> three-ish weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. And then that one ended up on the New Boots playlist on nice. Spotify. Which is, like, one of the biggest yes. ones. That's, like, the goal. As an independent artist and as yes. a signed artist, you're like, come on, New like, Boots, come what on. what in the world? How, like, did you know that was going to, like, no. did you wake up one day and you're like, oh, Okay. It ha- no, I just saw it. Was wow. it right on the release, like di- the day of? No, it happened like a few at like days midnight after. that night that it came out. It was already That's on the playlist like, right away. Yeah, it was really crazy because I on all my songs. I mean, I was like, I was hoping that either "Wish You Would Have Cheated" or "Relit" would graduate to "New Boots" or "Wild Country," or it would, it would be on you know New Music Nashville for a few weeks and then maybe go to a bigger one. And they both didn't. Mm-hmm. And um, then "Summer Drinking" came out. It was the third single, and there wasn't like much promote. We didn't put any money mm-hmm. into promotion. Nothing like put the song out through TuneCore. I mean, really, we didn't, we just submitted it for a playlist, you know, 
submission. That was it. Yeah. Um, and then it was like that whole day it wasn't on any playlist. Like people were posting about it yeah. and loving it and it was a it was a good day, but it, it wasn't on any playlist the day it came out. And I was like, whatever, it's the third yeah. single, no biggie. Like I wasn't expecting it to be on a playlist. And then that night, it was like eleven thirty PM, I was at a bar in Printer's Alley. And my friend who was in town was like, So how's like your single doing? And I was like, It's good. Like didn't get any playlist, but it's no big deal. Like it's the third single. Mm-hmm. And I just like randomly like went on Spotify sitting at the table and I scroll down and it says featured on new boots and I was like Oh my what? God. Like refresh, refresh. Is this correct? I just stood there staring at my phone and I, and I had my hand over my mouth and everyone was like, who died? <laughs> <laughs> my song's on a playlist. <laughs> I was it's a big deal. Freaking out. It's a huge deal. Huge deal, huge deal. Because it can make, for people who don't know, or you know, the music industry, making it on certain playlists can truly catapult the amount of streams you would get. Catapult and then it, it makes... It's just like... And the awareness. The awareness. You're getting so many new listeners. I'm getting more followers on Spotify. So many listeners. I mean, the song's about to hit 100,000 streams in like three weeks. Wow. That's congratulations, seriously. Which is like absolutely insane. And then you're getting some... I mean, I'm getting people that are reaching out like, heard your song on this playlist. The song's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And and to see all the people who are on labels, big labels, and then see me is amazing. It makes you feel like... Wow, I'm doing something right. That's what a cool mm-hmm. like world we live in is it used to be obviously I wasn't around here for that time, but it used to be it was like it was the majors. It's like you couldn't make it as an independent artist. Like you could, but it would years and years and years and playing shows and shows and shows. And now having digital, it helps so much. One with social media, just getting people to to know you um and invest in you, but playlisting and streaming there is this a whole new way that it makes it fair for any artist, signed or unsigned, mm-hmm. to get on there. Yeah, Obviously, sure. there's still some politics to it, but for the most part, it's based on like the best songs get in these playlists. That's the idea. Well, that, yeah, and there there definitely is a lot of politics, and there's definitely a lot of <laughs> probably money that goes into it. But when I met with the publicist last week, he was like. I can't believe all these people are kissing ass to get on these playlists. And your song was just good. <laughs> and it got on it. <laughs> and uh, That's, like, really refreshing to hear, too. Because I know, yeah. like, in this industry, too, it's, like, about who you know and, like, what you're willing to pay and for things. And schmoozing the right people. Schmoozing, but when something like that happens, you know you're an actual... Well, you are an actual artist. And I know that because you said you didn't take any vocal lessons or anything like that. And... I had a conversation with someone the other day and it was kind of a negative conversation about like if you're not a trained musician, you know, if you can't read music or you never took a guitar class or vocal lesson, like you're not going to be successful or you don't know music. And it's so, so untrue. It's so untrue. It's so, I mean, I think it's Paul McCartney that, that can't even read sheet music. And it's just like about like your passion and your drive and like what goes on inside of your mind. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing, yeah. and it's it's so great to hear that because there is like yeah. A- Obviously, training can help so many people, but sometimes there's just God-given talent, like a, with a painter. Like you can teach them, but sometimes they just have something you can't yeah, teach that for sure. they got there. And same with music. I mean, yeah, sometimes well, Jake know, will just hear something, and yeah. I'm just like, "How did you like you just I thought think of a, that?" I think it's out of thin air. Vocal wise, like I never took vocal lessons. Not saying I never would. Like I yeah. think it's it's helpful for anyone yeah, to just absolutely. learn how to sing correctly. Mm-hmm. But I also my voice has my vocals have almost been trained over the years through my time recording. Yes. And in the in the vocal booth and especially working with my producer now mm-hmm. who is an incredible producer and has produced so many number ones and being in the vocal booth 
with him, my voice is so much better now. Like, I have so much more control yeah. when I watch older videos of me yeah. and versus now. There's so much more control and, like, just everything's tighter mm-hmm. um, now. So I think that that's kind of just, like, a like just being thrown out into life yeah. mm-hmm. and learning how to sing properly. Yeah, almost. and your training, if you will, is, like, yeah. the consistent practice. Absolutely. Yeah. The shows you do all the time, all these recordings mm-hmm. and re-recordings. And listening back to recordings, watching videos yeah. and thinking, oh, you know. I could do that differently. I could do that differently. Yeah. And you're kind of almost like, it's like a real world scenario. Although, what is, was it, wish you would have cheated that those were the demo vocals from wow. when you, like, yeah, those were the right? vocals from the day we I wrote make, it. Did I make that up too? No, no, that was that was for real. <laughs> that's amazing. My mom remembered that fact too. <laughs> like, I, like, I think that's so cool because we here in our digital age, you can do the same song, the same line, hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. So for that take to be just like the raw, honest one that felt, yeah. you know, how it felt when you wrote it, mm-hmm. that's cool. It that's was really the day cool. we wrote it. We did vocals on whatever would have been the demo from literally the day we wrote it, and. We didn't even retract them because it was like so there was good. so much emotion the day we yeah. wrote it because it was such a true story for me that I think it was almost like we're not going to get a better taking that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh. This brings me because Marissa wrote this question. I think it's interesting. And the talk, can you talk about the importance of a strong team? and key players like behind it because I think that your publicist. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this question and uh, yeah, well, we've you know been through some turmoil for sure uh but i mean obviously you don't don't go into anything but being an independent artist it's hard to find the right people you know people go in and out of your life your Mm -hmm. whole career you know you're gonna have some people that stay there the entire time and then some that are in i think it's so i think the biggest thing that i've learned is you need to have champions yeah multiple Mm -hmm. champions and like Having a team, okay, so, like, my producers, I am getting the best songs I've ever had in my entire Mm -hmm, life with mm -hmm. them. So, like, Derek and I wrote this morning an amazing song. Whenever I write with Derek, we get something amazing. It's the best my vocals have ever sounded. It's the best anything's ever been produced of mine. So, like, I'm getting, like, the best songs ever. And having an amazing producer is everything. For sure. Hear that, guys. If you don't have a good song... The first time I ever got a demo back from Derek, I was like, this is how I'm supposed to sound. This is what my music is supposed to sound like. So many artists search for for a good producer. What's your process? When you first met him, did you tell him, like, this is what I want it to sound like? No. And he, like, just kind of, okay, so he listened and he was like, I see something here. So we actually wrote, like, he wasn't my producer. We just had a write together, just Mm -hmm. the two of us back in 2017. And I just got set up to write with him, just me and him. And he had written... Uh, a few number ones and then produced um, the Randy Hauser records mm-hmm. some Joe Nichols Chase cool. Bryant um, has written he was at Warner Chapel when I met him okay. as a signed writer and then we wrote one day just the two of us it was a song uh, called You Heard Right and it was a really special song and actually the EP is going to be titled You Heard Right amazing which was our first how full circle right together whoa yeah. that's weird yeah that's awesome in 2017 and he after that day we wrote this song together and he saw something so special to me that like he literally took me to Warner Chapel the next week and was like wow. this girl right here like I want to sign her as a co-pub with me all that and that's how it all started is that he wanted to sign like a co-publishing with me obviously that never happened we ended up just writing together for years he became my producer tracked all my songs and now I have a signed production agreement with him and his partner mm-hmm. so everything it's kind of the three of us that do everything I love that 
Yeah. It's so special. And I wanted I wanted this question too because we do have listeners who who don't know the industry and the industry is is weird it's different Mm -hmm. than a lot of other industries so like in terms of like key players I know unofficially like Emma does a lot of work with you Mm -hmm. creatively so having like a strong content creator whether it's like a photographer or videographer or both um, publicist you mentioned like there's a manager you know there's all these people that help in the life of a song and the distribution and, there, and people that just want to help you i mean i did a shoot with uh, my friend acacia evans who acacia's done she's a photographer she's amazing and i've done photos with her throughout the years like we've been taking photos together for a really long time and you know i just needed content for summer drinking i was like hey can we just get together for a few hours just go to a couple different bars and just get some content shots and i mean we took all these photos that we ended up using for my whole website redid it all for summer drinking and she was like don't pay me I just want to be a part of this. She's like, you know, I support you. I believe in you. Like, please, you know, of course I Venmo'd her anyway. (laughs) I was like, girl, take my money. (laughs) But, you know, having people like that that just believe in you Mm -hmm. and want to be on your team. And with Emma, Emma believes in the music so much. You know, she wants to help me create a lyric video that's so cool and so creative. And she's like, I don't want to do anything boring for you. I want everything to be outside of the box. And just having people that believe so much in the music and and know that it's going to take off. So they want to be there from the mm-hmm. ground up is so important. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And having, I mean, having content is everything. Mm. <sighs> yep. Content, content calendar. Yes. Content calendar. <laughs> oh, if I had a dollar every time I said the word <laughs> content calendar, <laughs> oh, I could quit all my jobs. <laughs> I know. Every week Marissa's like, so I made another content calendar. I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> like, what even is that? <laughs> so I'm learning everything. Hey, now. I started a, um, my very first spreadsheet on Google Pages. <gasps> oh, tracking all of my um, stats, my social media stats. Amazing. Weekly. So it's it's important, right? Mm-hmm. Especially around the singles. Like, it's fun to go back for you to look at, mm-hmm. you know, Cheated, and then even to compare, especially with the playlist of Somewhere Drinking, and compare, like, those releases together. It's on, been, on it's been cool. I've only been doing it for three weeks, but even just tracking um, weekly since Somewhere Drinking's been yeah. on a playlist and out, just tracking it, and especially them being able to take meetings and, and be like, Hi, here is physically yeah. what we've done mm-hmm. and how this has grown organically. I think is going to be really important. And that helps as you continue to build your team as an artist down the road, whether it be showing publicists, managers, you know, label reps, anything like that. Like people are always like, what are their numbers? <laughs> what are we working with? Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Okay, I have a question about Nashville because we live in Nashville. We do. It's Nashville-based <laughs> podcast, kind of. And what is unique for you as an artist being in Nashville versus another major city? Mm, it's definitely the collaboration, for sure. I keep hitting that. Okay. Um, uh, I think Nashville is such a supportive town. We And I work on a tour bus called Songbird Tours, which is all about publishing. And it's all about we have songwriters that play live on the bus, and people ask Q&As at the end of every tour. And people are so curious about songwriting in Nashville and all this stuff, and... I think a conversation we have a lot on the bus is that it's so much different than L.A. because L.A. maybe doesn't feel like everyone's so supportive. But, mm-hmm. like, I feel like in Nashville it's such a supportive town. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like a small town yeah. in a big city. Whereas, like, you go out, I go out almost every night to a different writer's rounder show, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing writers that I know, I'm supporting writers that I write with, um, 
I'm writing with this person, but I'm also, I'm going to cheer them on too. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't ever feel like super competitive. I rarely ever feel like a competitive side of me. And that is the answer we get for everything when we ask about Nashville. And that's what makes this place so special, so special. And, you know, it's how can I help you, not what can you do for me when you meet people here. And it comes back around, like I said, be nice to everyone because you never know when you're going to see them at a writer's Mm -hmm. round. And you never (laughs) know when, like, what they could become or what they could have helped you with if you blew them off. And it's so important. And just being so supportive of other artists goes Mm -hmm. such a long way because then they're going to go in a write and what if someone asked about you, like, you want that artist to be like, oh, I love Lexi, I love her music, she's a great girl, like, like... Or you don't want them to go in the room and be like, oh, you know, she totally blew me off. And For sure. Like, it's just, it is all, you want people, people to talk, talk yeah. highly of you. <laughs> and in Nashville, you just, it's just a good town. Like, yeah. I never want to leave. I love For it sure. here. Yeah. You're so right. You nailed it. Yeah. All right. Well, I know you have to get out of here at six. Yeah. Do you want to do the rapid fire? Yeah, we'll do the rapid fire. And I was like, what time is it? I know. <laughs> We're like, time flies like under your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're such a podcast queen now. Like, I know. I just texted Alex because I was like, we're going to stop soon. And I was like, she's so interesting. I know. <laughs> and you're I so well spoken. <gasps> it's because this is my third podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. And you, you do, do your tours. You do I mean, you're talking speak like you've been experienced. Every oh, time I hear my tour guide. I'm a tour guide. That's the that's the song songbird bus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what, okay. I'm like, I so I give tours on this bus called Songbird Tours, and you so, play, and I play on the bus. Yeah. So we How have fun. two songwriters and a tour guide, and like the other day, I was the songwriter. You know, in a couple of days, I'll be the tour guide. It doesn't. It just my job varies, and I just did a vlog on my YouTube <laughs> showing you, so you can what we out. do on the bus. <laughs> I'm excited because everybody always asks. We'll plug it in the description. Yes, I'll sure. link to that video so people can see. Yeah, and like your channels and stuff, obviously, so they can go find you. Yeah, it, it, being a tour guide has helped my um, all, just just talking on stage yeah. and. It, I mean, it, I used to be like a mute in between songs. I used to be like, here's my next song. Uh, I have nothing to say about right. it. But uh, ever, since, ever since I've been a tour guide, I mean, it's helped so yeah, much. I bet. Good. Everyone should be a tour guide. Yeah, <laughs> that's the advice. All you it. artists, just go be there. a tour guide. Get that job on the trolley downtown. It's that extra practice public speaking. Like, it goes such a long way. Oh, and then sure. you feel more comfortable as an artist, and you can focus more on the song rather than being like, I'm freaking out. I Everyone's needed at me. that job so yes. bad. Yes, so bad. My parents used to come to my shows and hold up a sign that said, tell people you have songs on iTunes. Stop. So funny. That's so funny. <laughs> this is hilarious that they would bring That's a so song. That's so funny. Oh, they did once. Because I would never say it. I yeah. hated talking. I could sing in front of animal, but I hated talking. Yeah. And it's, it's hard as an artist to, or anyone to, to promote yourself. Like, that also just sometimes feels weird. And, and, and your just parents talking like, on stage is a whole different thing. Some people are so good at it. Yeah, um, but it, it's such a trained thing. You have to have a lot of practice. What you have now? Yeah, your songbird. Do you want right. to do them? Or yeah, do you want rapid, me to do the fire rapid fire question. Yeah, let's do it. Do oh I God, have? I'm scared. Do you remember when we did this for my video? <laughs> <Yes>. Okay, <laughs> we did this for a uh, for my YouTube. YouTube. We did yeah. it for my YouTube. That's we funny. Did. All right, well, let's see. Hometown, Herndon, Virginia. First concert you remember going to? Uh, Jessica Simpson and Ryan Cabrera. I'm obsessed yes. with you. <laughs> Most memorable performance. Of mine? Mm-hmm. Oh, I performed... Um, She's like Jessica Simpson. <laughs> of <laughs> Jessica Simpson? Hey, Pete. <laughs> uh, I performed uh, at CES, which is the 
Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. Interesting. Uh, I won That's their so songwriting cool. contest, and they flew me out there, and I performed oh, yeah. in front of like thousands of people. That is so um, cool. It was it was really amazing, and my dad was there like crying with the sign. With not, just to plug no, he, was, he was just crying in the crowd. <laughs> so, so cute. That's why it was special. I love that. All right, <laughs> artist or musician you admire? Number one, Casey Musgraves. Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> Fun facts others might not know. Oh gosh, I know this is the hardest one. Um, I have a web toe. <laughs> yes, so does Jake. He has two. Do you have two or just one? I I mean I have two. Like is it on? But together. is it on both feet? Sorry. It's just on one. Just foot. one foot is yeah. webbed. <gasps> that was always my fun fact in school. I, Everyone's like, don't. Talk I to want me. everyone to know that I'm pretty but weird. I love that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Favorite food? Um, probably seafood. Yum. Yes. Wine of choice, like brand or notice white? I didn't say drink of choice because I know your drink of choice Ooh, is wine. wine so yeah. I didn't okay. know if you had Anything, a type. Any kind of cabernet. Nice. I'm a cabernet girl. And Love last it. one. Favorite spot in Nashville right now. Mm, I've been hanging out a lot at Yeehaw Brewery. <laughs> yes. Where's that? Yes. You never heard of Yeehaw? No. So fun. So delicious. Wait, Yeehaw? You've been there? Mm-hmm. It's it's like huge. Like they have the biggest patio I've ever seen in their life. Okay. TVs, I want to do an event there. Ping pong, basketball, food. What? They have a stage. They have moonshine. Is this tasting. midtown or is this? No, east? it's right downtown on Sixth Avenue. Oh, what? And okay. they do. I've done the moonshine tasting three times now. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we're hanging Not out by next choice. week. Yes. <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> we're hanging out next week. Not by choice. Um. All right. So she has a gig tonight. So yes. we're gonna get her out of here. But where can we find you? Um. At Lexi Hayden. YouTube.com slash Lexi Hayden. Nice. Facebook.com slash Lexi Hayden. And LexiHayden.com. Perfect. Oh, and beautiful. TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, maybe, just kidding. Maybe. Okay. All right. Thank you so thank much you for coming. So this was much. so fun. Thank you for asking me this yeah, morning. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. We appreciate for sure. it. And we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye.